Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We're at the Indian Peaks Classic with Steve Nyman of the U.S. Ski Team. Cycling? Ski? Yeah, there's a, there's a good correlation there. Yeah, okay. I'm just a lot heavier than these guys. I'm like two of them. <laughs> so, Steve, what are you out here doing supporting the Indian Peaks Bike Classic for? You're heading off to do some ski training here in a uh, day, aren't you? Yeah, uh, tomorrow I fly to Chile, and, but uh, now I'm here. Uh, I work with the Scratch guys. Ian McGregor's been really good with me, and Timmy Dugan and Ian reached out to me to do this event. and It's like, why not? I ride bikes all over Park City for my training. Big, long, three-hour rides, hour and a half, kind of threshold rides, whatever it is. Uh, I spend a lot of time on the bike, and you kind of get sick of the roads you're always riding on. And so I was like, why not go out here and help support this? And I like those guys. They've treated me well over the years, so I'm here. So how did you get involved with Scratch? Um, Years ago, my agent at the time gave me a little bag of some of the original scratch and I opened it up in the middle of the winter and tried it I was like this is pretty good and <laughs> I wrote those guys and uh, Jason Donald and Ian wrote me back and we're like oh yeah we'll help you out and I just learned that they they get whatever their thousands of emails like sponsor me sponsor me from people and uh, when they saw my email because they used to be former ski racers right they were really fired up and so this has been a good relationship ever since so Steve, you seem very athletic. Uh, did you grow up skiing? Grew up skiing, skiing. I mean, it's always been, been a part of your life. It's been my life. I grew up at Sundance Mountain Resort. Uh, that was kind of my playing ground, and I didn't really play team sports. I was more of an individual sport guy, and so biking was that thing in the summer, and skiing was the thing in the winter. And uh, I got pretty good at it. <laughs> I would say. That's where I, <laughs> So I go around, well, pretty good at skiing, right? And biking, <laughs> biking, I, I'm good on the flats. <laughs> How, yeah, I still remember watching the Olympics, Perman Zerbergen, uh, they did a piece on Pierman in the Winter Olympics showing him riding his bike over, you know, a pass, and, but just how integral cycling was to skiing. Do you still find that? Uh, the Austrians have done a, they made a big push at recovery, and, and that's kind of what they, what really brought them ahead kind of in the 90s was uh, getting on the spin bike and really recovering and, and feeling that uh, feeling good for the next day. And so in the winter, I get on the spin bike quite a bit. I like to run as well to kind of keep my feet strong and ankles strong because you're always locked in those ski boots. But 
to do a lot of that threshold work and and throughout the summer it's on the bike and skiing's a pretty abrasive sport too lots of impact lots of vibrations and so the bike is very low impact and it's just good to really kind of flush everything out and get you ready for the next set so you say spin bike i mean you're doing a, a ski race are you able to warm up at all with the cycling equipment some some of the ski you races people bring it to the top you do we have like a little house up there and you sit on the spin bike sometimes in your ski boots on the spin bike if you're bored but uh yeah some guys sit there and just to just to get your muscles warm you're, you got to be ready you got to be ready to fire on some of those courses yeah, it actually seems like you great you kick out of the start and you're going 60 miles an hour in three seconds so you gotta you gotta be ready <laughs> At what point of your ski career did you start to realize, you know, this is something I could really be good at, and you really decided to, to focus on it and uh, make it a career? <laughs> so when I was like 16, uh, I was at Sundance. It was really funny because I, I, I thought, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to, I want to get good, and I got to go to Park City because that's where the good kids were. And so now I have a license, I can drive to Park City, and I realized I really wasn't that good. And I get there, and I kind of rose through the ranks of Park City from the B team to the A team. And then I, on the A team, I realized, oh, I want to get on the U.S. development team. And I missed that the first year, but the second year, I was like, it's on or I'll, or I'll go to college. And this is now when that's I had motivation. those. This is when I had those uh, red K2s <laughs> that uh, were actually two years old. But whenever I got on these, I skied fast. And, and in the spring, or in the fall, here in Copper, Colorado, I uh, did these races and I won one and was second in the other one. So I had a nine and 11 result and I was one of the top juniors in the nation. And it was like, oh, watch Steven. So we got a, K2 was all fired up. So they gave me all these new skis and I go to US Nationals and uh, I suck. Junior Nationals, I should say. I was just, put it frankly, I was horrible. But the new skis they gave me didn't hold on ice, but the red ones held on ice. So I go home and I was just really frustrated. I was like, well, that was it. It's college time, you know. And uh, I go to Europe, did some races, but I, in training between those European races, I realized those other skis were horrendous and I'm back on the old red duct tape, edges missing, base missing skis, and I'm skiing fast again. So I go to Europe and I went a couple races over there and they're like, well, we'll name Steven to the US ski team or US. Uh, junior world junior team as a discretionary pick and I uh, made it there and I ended up winning the thing <laughs> still using but your I, old skis still using or my old you skis. were <laughs> yeah. and I was in 90 stretch pants I had an old downhill suit that I cut the top off of and I had a backwards beanie <laughs> like <laughs> I was I was a junk show and uh, on on the podium with me is Axel Spindle, who's won the overall title a couple times. Uh, Mark Berto has won a few slums and World Cups, and like Axel turns to me and looks at me, and he's like, "Who who are you?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "If you race World Cup, I'm like, nope. Europe Cup, nope. Raced a couple Norams, you know. Like, <laughs> like I, honestly, I was nothing, you know. I hadn't done well really in much, and so I go to World Cup finals, and." Uh, Oh, sorry, I missed a big part of that story. Right before World Juniors, I was given a pair of Fisher skis at, at, in Park City 
during the 2002 Olympics, a former coach of mine was now a coach of the U.S. ski team. He said, Stephen, just try these. I think you'll like them. And I got on them, and I was like, wow, I can beat anybody in the world. And on so the Fishers. I, on the Fishers. And so I went to World Juniors, and I beat everybody. And then I go to World Cup Finals, and I'm training in this little hill outside of where World Cup Finals is, and I'm beating... Bodie Miller, I'm beating Truzoler Carlson, I'm beating like the best guys in the world in slalom as just this nobody 19 year old kid, you know? And and they're like, who are you? I'm like, dude, I, I don't know what's going on right now. I'm just like skiing, you know? <laughs> but the funny thing is, is uh, I was doing this in GS as well. And in GS, I was ranked like 3,000th in the world. Like, I wasn't even top 300 in the world, you know? And I. I was beating those guys in GS, and Bodie Von Grunigan, these were one and two in the world in GS, and I was beating them. <laughs> so it was just a funny rise. So I go to World Cup Finals. First round, I'm so nervous, and I was just horrendous. But second run, I was just like, dude, just ski, you know? And I end up fifth on the run and 15th overall, and which named me to the U.S. Ski Team B Team. So I went from Park City Ski Team to the U.S. Ski Team B Team. And uh, that was kind of my career. Then I broke my legs, and... It hurt too bad to make quick turns, so I started getting into long turns and getting into uh, downhill, and now I'm a downhiller. <laughs> and I don't realized, focus on the other disciplines at all. Uh, I still do a little slalom, but it's, slalom's dangerous for me. <laughs> I'm a big boy now. I'm 100 kilos, 220 pounds, so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that quick. I'm good at going straight and fast. How do you feel, though, has your skill and your development with the technicals uh, yeah. With the technical disciplines, how has that helped you as far as your downhill skills? A lot of the, a lot of the events, kind of mesh into each other. So GS is very similar to downhill and super G. It's just downhill and super G are bigger, longer turns. So we train a lot of the <coughs> GS and the technical disciplines, GS and slalom, to really hone in our turns and the movement in the turns, the more dynamic movement um, instead of being stuck in the big long turns uh that's that's just a big focus of ours uh, i noticed you didn't say super g is that i said super g you didn't in there, okay. but it's it's downhill's my premier event i've okay. done well in super g but i'm not that consistent in it uh, i hope to become consistent this year it's uh it's more technical downhill's the least technical i just i like going straight i like going fast <laughs> I like scaring myself a bit but that's the one thing too like when you're sucking in GS and slalom, it's just brutal. It hurts, and you, you, you have time to think a lot. But in downhill, even if you have a... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You botch a turn or something. You keep going and you're still having fun. You still get to the bottom and you're like, that was awesome. Instead of slob, you're like, wow, that was embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so what is going through your mind on a downhill run? I mean, are you scared? Are you pumped? Or are you just completely focused? Um, downhill to me, it's it's all about conviction. And ski racing, it's all about conviction. And, and you get to inspect these courses beforehand and see them and see where you need to go and what you need to do. And it's all about convincing yourself of what's possible. And uh, so my, my focus basically goes down to that and, and what I need to do and how do I need to approach it. There's nothing really technical about it. It's all about my line and, and my approach. And all the technicality comes from all the training and all the miles you put in on the snow in the summer. like me taking off to Chile on Monday and I was just in New Zealand 10 days ago so so like they say the transition from college football to pro is extremely fast the first year and then the game slows down mm. how about downhill on a course as you improve and mature as a downhill ski racer does the course slow down as far as your mind goes are you able to when, when or does it speed up and you're just able to let go there's that zone that everybody talks about. There's that's that's what I, yeah, buddy. <laughs> that's the zone is that's that's what I've felt and when I do really well, like I can just see where I need to place my ski. Like in those runs, I just I see where I need to place my edge. I see how I need to move over the train. I just I see everything, and yeah, it's kind of slow motion. But, but what it's, else it's in more, life can compare to that? Uh. I mean, falling off a cliff and like, you're like, <laughs> what do I grab onto? You know, it's like, it, 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 it's almost like the, if I mess this up, I could die situation, you know? Uh, it's not that extreme, but it definitely uh, heightens that level of focus and gives you that experience at a, a pretty high frequent level. How exhausted are you at the end of a run? You get pretty tired, some of them, but... Some of them, you're not that tired. Uh, Bengen is our longest one, two, two yep. minutes, 30 seconds, and you are toast. But the majority of downhills are around two minutes long. Uh, the one here in Beaver Creek, Colorado is uh, minute 45, minute 50. And I'm doing pretty good by the end of that. I'm usually fine. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, and that's where biking comes into play. That's where I, why I do all this all summer long is to give me that endurance, even though you don't think two minutes is that long, like, it's long. Like, is you're facing, you're basically squatting hundreds of pounds every single turn and trying to stay in a little ball and stay as aerodynamic as possible and landing off these jumps, facing vibrations, facing the G-forces, and it's, it's intense. <laughs> Our lactate <laughs> levels get pretty high. Uh, we've measured up to 16, 17, 18 at the bottom of Engen which is pretty high. <laughs> so that's why when you're done with that, you got to flush that stuff out of you and you got to get on that spin bike and get ready for the next day because if you don't really do that stuff, it, you can feel it after a few days. 
How worn out are you at the end of a World Cup season? You're pretty done. Like, but it's not not physically it's mentally I think it takes a lot of mental strength to step into the gate from November till end of March and uh and hurdle your carcass down those mountains you know like it's that's that's the biggest thing I feel at the end of the year like I want to just go ski and I want to go enjoy myself and go ski touring and and Enjoy this sport and that. Skiing fun for you? Yeah, skiing's really fun for me. I I really enjoy it, and that's why I've gone through all the ups and downs. I've had a lot of injuries. I've torn my Achilles, blown my knees out, blown my back. It's broken legs. It's 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 brutal. But I've always stepped back on the saddle and full on rode the horse again. It's I, I love it that much. So it's that puzzle, that challenge that I continually try and put together. Do you have a favorite course? I really enjoy Beaver Creek. Uh, it's just well-rounded. It has the gliding sections, the steep turning sections, the big jumps, the little jumps, lots of terrain, high speeds, low speeds. Um, another one I really like is Val Gardena, which is uh, in the Dolomites, which is super big in biking in the summer. It's funny, I'm talking to Timmy Dugan and he, he, go, he went there the past winter to go skiing and he said it's so cool I'd always ride there and dream of going there to ski and now I got to do it and when I'm skiing there I always drive the roads and I'm like oh this would be fun to go bike on <laughs> so kind of like the opposite but uh anyway that that course is, has the most terrain out of any course oh, it does. on the tour and uh, I think we had like 27 jumps last year, which is pretty cool. You left the ground over 27 times, and one of the biggest jumps is about 70 meters long, so we're flying 200 plus feet off the thing. So, pretty cool. <laughs> Skill that makes a downhill ski racer extra special? Balance. I, uh, I wouldn't say that. A lot of guys suck at balance. <laughs> But um, Herman Meyer, what, 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 what made him so great? What Herman, is it Herman had this ability to just like, like psych himself up and know that this is what he's going to do. Like he, he would go, and that day of skiing is different. You could go really direct and really straight. Now it's more technical and turny. Um, but he had an intensity within him that, that he could bring on game day that a lot of people couldn't tap into. Um, I get that I, I feeling have that talking to you. You seem like a very gentle giant. I would not want to be. <laughs> I have intensity, <laughs> but I'm not like, like, mine's more of a calmness within oh, myself. Like, like it's, it's, it's a surety of my skills, you know? Like, you're in the gate and it's like, I got this. It's not like, he's like sitting there drooling and chomping his teeth and stuff and you're just like, whoa getting out of your way <laughs> um but uh a skill what's interesting and what has really brought me to the next level recently is with my training i've done a i've always i'm always strong and i'm and i'm big and i can whatever push weights but now we're pushing weights and we're fatiguing the body but then we'll jump on a slack line and try and balance when you're with, fatigued with weight under fatigue and that's essentially what we're doing with skiing. You're, you're flying down a mountain on a thin metal edge and, and balancing 
on that little thing while you're facing hundreds of pounds of forces, you know, and the vibrations and getting worn down really quickly. So, kind of cool. <laughs> that is. And that's that's helped me get to the next level. Or, or when you're fatigued, go into the uh, go into a, an agility course and and perform under in the agility course precisely when you're too tired to even like function properly you know that's kind of the 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 name of the game it's like how can you use your brain how high can you focus can you remain attentive to what you got to do um when your body's screaming because it's full of 10 millimoles of lactic acid you know <laughs> so what'd you think of today's ride I liked it. Today was a uh, it was a good ride. It was uh, it's beautiful up here in Nederland. It's all the little lakes everywhere. I want to come up here in the fall when the trees are going off and the yellow's popping. Uh, it's just kind of a hidden little gem that I've never really been to before. Uh, I took it easy today because yesterday we did like a two and a half three hour ride, uh -huh. and. I got a ride with a lot of the pro guys and it's it's great getting to know a lot of them and what they do and it's funny because I, I watch it on TV and it really fired me up to like meet these guys and I thought they were big, you know, like you, you see Peter Sagan on TV and you're like, man, he's a beast. And I mean, the guys here that are sprinters and they're like, yeah, we're about the same size as Peter and I'm like, you're tiny. <laughs> so. I must look like a big gorilla on a bike. <laughs> I look pretty funny. Never seen myself on it. <laughs> we got some good pictures of you. There you go. <laughs> Actually, you don't look like a big gorilla on a bike. But <laughs> Stephen, I want to thank you very much for joining us. It's been a pleasure visiting with you, and I know there are a lot of other people out here who want to chat with you, so thanks so much for taking the time. Yeah, and I look forward to checking in with you during the season. Right on. Sounds good, George. Stephen Nyman, U.S. Ski Team, thanks very much for joining us. Yep. 